Matt Hancock's joining our world. Can only white people be racist? And a man is being sent to a man's prison. Who knew that was news? It's Tuesday the 28th of February 2023 and this is Iconic CEO Jamie Ike, and this is today's Daily Download. Well, good morning everybody. I hope you are very well. So, the poisonous dwarf that will never disappear, Matt Hancock, has now launched a TV career. So, with the money that he earned, the disgusting £320,000 he earned for appearing on the reality TV show I'm a Celebrity, he's used to set up his own TV company, according to Companies House here in the UK. The business, which is called Green Hazel, was registered in January at an address in Newmarket in Suffolk. It's not been confirmed, apparently, what he hopes to produce with this, but there's suggestions he's going to be making documentaries. I wonder if he'll be making a documentary about his own disgusting criminal activities. Will he? Do you think? I highly doubt it. I'm sure he'll use this platform to try and skew public opinion of him in a positive light once again, as he has done since he left office. This man is, he's, he's like a Tony Blair wannabe. He's done these horrific acts, people know that, but he just won't disappear. He continues to keep himself in the public eye, continues to try and stay relevant, and continues to try and push his ideologies onto the world. I mean, if you had done what he has done, where you oversaw the systematic murder of the elderly in care homes and hospitals across the UK, through the use of drugs like midazolam. You'd be going, right, I'm just going to go back into the, uh, back into a quiet life, live in the country and stay away from anyone because I've got away with it so far. I've got away with it. I've done these horrific acts. So far, there's been no real repercussions yet. People like us are talking about it, but last time I checked, he's still walking free. You'd have just been, you'd have given yourself a very big sigh of relief. Got away with it, got money in the bank, got my new girlfriend. I'm off. Whereas instead, it's like he's trolling people. It's not enough for him to have committed these atrocious acts. He's con he's trolling people by continuing to put himself into the public eye, continuing to be on TV screens. And ITV in particular should be embarrassed and ashamed of the way that they've promoted him. It's bad enough having him on I'm a Celebrity. I know why they did it. They did it because they needed the ratings because that's what TV is all about at the end of the day as far as they're concerned. And they knew he would sell, so that's why they got him on. But then just a few weeks after he comes out of the jungle, my wife had Dancing on Ice on, and they go to him in the crowd, and he's sat in the crowd, and they interview him about what he's up to and all this, and it's like you can see how much the people just sat around him don't want to talk, don't want to hear what he has to say. And, you know, one positive is that they actually got quite a lot of complaints, ITV, for that. It's just, what are you doing? Have, aren't you meant to be a channel that represents people? Whereas instead you're promoting this psychopath. And it's just, it's, I can't understand why they would want to do that. Well, money, probably. Now, this is a story that is... Um, it's been around for a few days, actually. And I've just seen a friend of mine, Dominique Samuels, on her Twitter um, highlight this. So there's a, a video that's been circulating with a series of uh, black people interviewed or asked a simple question, what are white people superior at, right? And the answers are violence, aggression, manipulation, suppression of information, abuse, war, all of these very racist, incredibly, you know, aggressive things, right? Now, what I want to look at is if racism exists, of course it does. But racism also exists across all 
demographics of society. It's not just white people being racist to the world, which is how it's portrayed. If you're white, you can never be racist. Sorry, you can never have racism against you. Well, that's complete crap, truth be told. Complete crap. In vast areas of the world, white people are subject to some of the most, you know, extreme racism. Look at, you know, look at these days in places like South Africa. Look at Zimbabwe under Robert Mugabe. There's certain areas of America, there's certain areas of um, of Africa where if you went as a white person, you'd be lynched. So the idea that this that racism works one way, racism is, is an ideology that is a mindset. It, it knows no race, it knows no colour, it knows no creed, it knows no ethnicity. It's a mindset and literally anybody can have it. It doesn't matter what your, what your background is, what your demographic is. If you've got a racist mindset, you're a racist, whether you're black, white, Asian or anything else. It doesn't matter. So we need to be looking at stamping out that ideology, that mindset, not tarnishing and not blanketing an entire demographic of people, the vast, vast, vast majority of which don't have that mindset as being the only ones that can be racist. It's disgusting. Uh, and Dominique calls it out for what it is. You know, she makes a very good point that imagine if there was a video that said, what are black people superior at? And the answers were, you know, violence, aggression, poverty, things like that, just to quote what she says. Um, yeah, there'd be uproar. There'd be absolutely uproar, wouldn't there? It's disgusting. You know, she makes a funny point, actually, in the question, what would more, what are morbidly obese people superior at? Eating, not exercising. She makes a point there. And again, there'd be uproar. But because this video is about white people and it's, it's you know, white people are the butt of the joke and the racism and anger is um, put towards them, no one seems to bat an eyelid. And this video has got millions of hits, literally millions of hits on Twitter alone. Now... The fact that this story is even a story kind of sums up where the world is going. And it's not a great one, is it? However, we're the ones in control to change it. Trans double rapist Isla Bryson, who was initially sent to an all-female prison after conviction for attacks on two women while identifying as a man, will be sentenced today. Now, this is a story up in Glasgow in Scotland. This is actually the story that cost First Minister of Scotland Nicola Sturgeon her job, in my opinion, because she flip-flopped on this so much. And this is not an issue that people have got any time for now because this has gone on for way too long and the, the woke ideology on it has got so extreme that people are actually going, no, no, this has gone way too far. So effectively, for people that haven't heard, a man raped two women then during his trial decided that he was going to identify as a woman and initially was going to be sent to an all-female prison so just just to confirm so you understand that a rapist a man who raped two women was going to be sent to an all-women prison i don't know about you but i i was concerned when i heard that i didn't think that was a great idea didn't think that was the best shout, I have to say. And I'm sure the women in that prison feel exactly the same. Fortunately, there was such a public uproar, such a public uproar, that...
they were forced to reconsider this and he will now be tried today as a man and sent to an all-male prison, which is what he is. He's a man. He's a biological man. You cannot change your sex so fluidly as people would have you believe. You know, you know, this is a, a kind of, again, it's a complex issue, but it's become a political and a social issue when it didn't need to be. This is an individual problem. If people are born and they feel they're in the wrong body, that's an individual issue that should be dealt with individually. However, this has become such a social issue that this has become a political problem. And, you know, it's politicised where people are pushing these ideologies. They're confusing kids. They're encouraging gender dysphoria. When this isn't something that should be encouraged because, it, it's, it, you know, the very fabric of our existence is male and female reproduction. So you push this ideology to the point that the majority, let's say, let's go to the extreme, the majority become gender fluid or, you know, change sex. You're going to have a generation, a, co a community, a population of infertile people incapable of reproduction. It's almost like that's the plan, isn't it? It's almost like that's the agenda. Well, I think it is. And I know that a lot of other people are starting to, to come around to that as well, because you know, it's the same as some of the really far out theories that people have talked about over the years, you know, ETs, reptilians, um, the moon, Saturn, things like that. This time kind of ties into that because these theories sound far out. You know, they want to make an infertile population. We're ruled by aliens. We're ruled by, you know, from the moon, all those things. However, just take a step back, forget everything you've been told for a second and look at the world around you. And if you and explain based on the fact that the world is, you know, five sense reality, that's all it is. Try and explain why they do certain things. Why is there pesticides and chemicals that are destroying the land and therefore the food supply that we need to live? Why is there electromagnetic radiation being put into the atmosphere to the point that basically you're going to have a generation full of, you know, well, there already is massive cancer increases. Why would they do that to a world that they have to live in and their children have to live in? Why would they look at using nuclear weapons that could destroy the entire planet and make it uninhabitable for us? Why would things like that be done if the world was run by humans for humans? Why? Why would they destroy the very habitat they exist in? And this ties into this transgender issue. Why would they want a, gen want a population of infertile people unless they wanted to control who had children and who didn't? I cast your minds back to the Matrix film when Neo is going for his transformation and he's in that hatchery. That, I believe, is where we, they want to go. You know, they've actually, you know, Dr. Richard Day in 1969 spoke of the, you know, Rockefeller Insider spoke of the fact that children would be born in hatcheries and that the system would take over the process of reproduction. This is a stepping stone towards that. And we need to be streetwise to this. We need to take emotion out of this. And yes, people that need help need help. But the fact that this has become such a social issue and you fact you can't talk about it without being slammed as homophobic or transphobic or any of the other slurs just shows how important this is to them. And that's why they have to defend it. We need to talk about it despite the fact that you might get stick you might get ridicule you might get abuse back we're well past that now 
We got that during COVID, but we had to do it because otherwise we would still be in that position today. Standing up for what is right isn't always the easy solution, but if you've got integrity, it's the only solution. It's as simple as that. And to me, this is one of the most terrifying issues and things that we need to absolutely push back on because they're coming for the kids with it. And anyone that's listened to, to any of my programs will know that my passion is to protect the children. You know, I've got two young boys myself and my passion is to make sure they don't grow up in the world that these people want to create. And I hope that there's a lot of you with me. Um, so we're going to finish on a nice inspirational quote from... I don't even know how to pronounce that. That's quite awkward, isn't it? Um, Confucius, sorry, awful, very early in the morning. Um, he who conquers himself is the mightiest warrior. Now, I love this self-motivation um, and um, self-transformational type content. I'm actually reading a book at the moment on audiobook during my workouts by a guy called David Goggins called Never Finished. I'd recommend that if any of you need anything to read. Um, or give you an, an interesting insight into the, the capability of the human mind. But my interpretation of that quote and that philosophy is that everything starts within. You know, I've said that many a time. It starts with the person in the mirror. You know, if you externalize motivation, you externalize your happiness, you externalize your contentment, all of those things that, you know, you, you need really to be happy in life, um, you're always relying on others. And it's always going to be short term. You know, you might have some of those emotions, but they're always going to be short term and temporary. Whereas you take it within, you take responsibility for yourself, responsibility for your own happiness, your own health, your own information, perceptions, all of those things. Then, you know, you're the one in the driving seat. And I think that is part of the reason, just my theory, why there's such a mental health crisis around the world is because people feel out of control of their own lives. People feel like other people are making decisions for them or decisions are made on their behalf and they're effectively passengers in their own story. And I understand that. I felt like that myself. But the second you take back that responsibility, the second you take back that ownership and go, no, this is my life and I will decide what happens. I will fix myself. I will make myself better. Everything changes. Everything changes. I can honestly tell you that. So... I think that's a good bit of inspiration to leave you with for the day, I hope. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic Tuesday and I'll be with you again tomorrow morning. Goodbye for now.